Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Dad and Buried podcast, or welcome for the first time. My name is Mike, a.k.a. Dad and Buried. You've probably come across me on social media before, let's be honest, and my friend Pete, who you've probably never come across, and even if you did, you wouldn't remember him very much. That's right, because remember that in 2007, when everyone was going Facebook crazy, here's one guy who said, fuck that, and decided to get off social media altogether, except for one time. What about yeah. the podcast? No, that brought me back in, and I'm super, super into it. Al <laughs> brought you back in. Um, well, speaking of bringing you back in, you uh, have been away, and I have uh, been away. So coordinating our schedules and making the podcast work during the traditional vacation month of August was difficult. Mom and Barry was able to step in a couple times this summer, but also last week when we talked about parenting a child with ADHD. Thank everybody for their comments beforehand. We incorporated a lot of them and afterwards getting a lot of good feedback on Instagram um, over the past couple of days, just about kind of people appreciating the fact that we're being open and honest and them feeling the same. And what's remarkable about it was a lot of the comments, even before we did the episode, when I asked for stuff, like if you took out the names or the ages, like the description of these other kids with ADHD is so spot on with, with Detective Munch that it's almost, it's crazy. Um, and you know, we're hoping that talking about it in, in public and putting it on our podcast like this sometimes removes a little bit of the stigma parents might feel about, uh, being open about it. But I think that's, you know, that's the way you find your village, you know, yeah. yourself out there, you find other people in the same situation. Like when we did our diagnosed episode, mm. um, months ago, um, we also do a bunch of episodes where we just basically shit on everybody. Yes. And that's really where people are like, I feel like this is my village. I really, so, I feel, this is feeling like a lot like my village when me. you called your kid a dick. Yeah. No, no. I, I'm, I kind of feel when that. When people come to Dad and Barry, that's what they look for. They look First for of all, shitting on everything. If you've shown up, if you're listening right now, you've, you're at the end of a very long journey <laughs> yeah, and or right. the beginning of an you've even longer one. a lot one. of steps. Yeah. Man, right you've made a lot of choices that you should really just kind of sit back and think about. So, um, so what's the topic this this was, week, by the way? I was going to say, so you were talking about how, you know, most of the, sometimes we search for our community and it's heartfelt and, and open and honest. And right. sometimes we shit on everything. I don't know how tonight's is going to go. So I asked people about role models um, over the weekend, very unexpectedly, Chadwick Boseman, the actor who played Black Panther in the MCU and in Black Panther movie, which should only be described as a huge cultural event. Um, was it February 2018? Seems like a lifetime ago. Um, was it a cultural event? It was a cultural event. It was enormous. And that's I, one of I the mean, it was a good movie. I didn't know. No, I'm not just... even talking about the quality of the movie. I'm just saying just the fact that there was an African-American superhero, this huge mainstream thing. It was a huge event. Um, it was the first superhero movie to be nominated for Best Picture. Um, and I think the fact that it resonated with so many people and he embodied the character when he died. I think that's one of the reasons his death has been uh, sort of a bigger deal maybe than some yeah. other celebrity deaths. That and the fact that he somehow kept four years of colon cancer secret. I, I, so, uh, I mean, the guy's amazing. And then In the movie, middle of the, doing yeah. these blockbusters where he's like doing stunts and I don't I know. know how he did no. it. That movie was amazing. He was amazing. But just really quick. So why wasn't Thor Ragnarok nominated for an oscar i you know what thor ragnarok is my favorite one so i don't get it you're, you're preaching to the choir why wasn't it the stupid cat you know what it's all politics crash one best picture okay it was funnier than thor 
that year? No, what? not the same year. Is that just you just decade ago? Yeah, I know you're just Crash sort of throwing Pro, out. Crash beat. Pro. I was just saying, if Crash can win Best Picture, Thor Ragnarok can be nominated at the very least. Crash beat Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, good, good, uh, good logic, logic there. Thank so um, yeah, so this week we're we're talking about role models and uh, yeah, we're I just asked gonna... people who their role models were, um, and I asked them who their kids' role models were because one of the things I wanted to explore a little bit was how it has changed a little. Mm-hmm. Um, we can get into that. And then I also just wanted to, to see who kids looked up to these days. Um, and I'm, yeah. I'm wondering, like, I didn't ask my kid, who's your role model? Because I know he's just going to say, you, dad, you're the greatest dad in the world. And just yeah. a wonderful human being. And I just didn't want to bring that to the show. Nobody wants to hear that. Everyone knows yeah. that already. No, I just, uh, well, I mean, they obviously do. But I think uh, I've, I did ask my kids who, who they look up to. And as they looked up to me, they said me. And I said, yeah, I'm taller than you, you little, you stupid little. And guess what they did? Immediately bowed their head in an unbelievable symbol of respect and atonement. So for that joke alone, they said that. It's a mean-spirited dad joke. There aren't too many, <laughs> too many of those. Excuse me. Me, because I'm taller <laughs> yeah, than you. <laughs> exactly. You have to understand just what a meathead I am and I just my inability to communicate with other human beings. So hey, hopefully look. that I'm sure it's going to be fine with my kids. I have no, no problem. I'm sure it's going to be totally fine. A meathead would not own that glorious pineapple shirt that you wear <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah. No, sorry. So we're talking about we're talking about role models, the different ones that maybe we had. I'm going to get I want to find out who your role models were, Pete. Um, and, and about what some of the kids today, and I can't believe I didn't ask my kids. Um, but you know Who what? I'm not very good at this. <laughs> also, you know, that, that involves a whole thing. Like you got to, there's a back and forth. I'm eventually. Sure it's like, know. you know what? It's like, I don't want, okay, that's, that's fine. I don't want to hear it anymore. And then it's like, no, actually I just oh, want yeah. some, can I have some ice cream? And you're like, no, I didn't want this to be a conversation. I wanted a name. <laughs> I wanted one name. All right. I think I know, and it's actually something I want to get into, um, and I think maybe it's a, it's a young kid thing, but we'll get into that too. But when we get back after this, we're going to talk about role models of, of, of back in the day and nowadays. Oh, man. I'm a wordsmith. I can't wordsmith. wait to get into this. <laughs> See you after this. All right, we're back on the Dad and Buried podcast. This episode, we're going to be talking about role models. Um, did you have any role models growing up, Pete? Uh, I think it's pretty safe to say I didn't, Mike. No? <laughs> yeah. really and look where you've yeah. ended up. Yeah, look at me. Just at the bottom of the barrel. Well, you lived in England. Podcast. You lived in England as a child, and there's right. just not too many uh, special people to look up to there, are there? That is true. That is just true. the royalty, if you want. Do people yeah. look up to the royalty, the kids? Kids like Princess Diana. Do you do you know um, that actually uh, Diana Spencer was my kindergarten teacher in England when I grew Are you up? Telling me the truth is this a true is this breaking news? It's a true fact, my this friend. Is before she got married. This is before. So she was Diana Spencer, and I went to a school called Young England, and it's wow. uh, there's actually a Hulu. I think if there's like a documentary on Hulu or whatever. Hold on. Anyway, you, you had a shot. At Look it Diana up. when she was single and you blew it. 
I completely blew it. I actually remember when, uh, uh, so Prince Charles came to visit us. Yeah, you remember his years? No, I distinctly remember. It interrupted what, what was tea time. Essentially, it's not actual tea. It's just like uh, sort of orange juice and biscuits. They didn't and give tea to the children. I, kidding. I was so bullshit about I was like, what the fuck? Is anyone, I mean, like, come on. He I was mean, cutting this, into your tea. Yeah, he was cutting into my my orange robinsons and and biscuits and what orange robinsons so you just you can look that up. it's a drink i'm not gonna look I, it up it's really it's actually it's uh really hard to describe but it's also kind of gross so just so it's like growing up in england little kids have orange robinson they would know. <laughs> yeah and ribena robinsons and ribena it's like this drink that you put water into to like it's concentrate it's really yeah it's a whole i thing. like i like the sound of it um but i will <laughs> say this i will say this yeah, uh, she was the. Uh, I have like one memory of her playing King of the Castle. Guess who was the king? Her, this guy. Well, would have made more sense if it was she, because she was the one. If it was her, because she was the royalty, and not you. She was you actually just the podcast. We uh, we actually got everyone in the in the little school. It's a little school. It's a tiny little school. How but, is uh, this? How has this never come up? We've known each other for like fifteen years. You were never like, yeah, I hung out with Princess Diana. Yeah, I think that's probably because why. I mean, that there was never it was never that awkward pause in our conversations. You know, <laughs> I, what I, mean? just, I find that impossible. We just <laughs> we will just flow you and I together, like um, like the two those two blue uh, beings from Avatar. Our our braids would just kind of interlock. Love and, Avatar. No one wants to hear about Avatar. Listen, people need to hear about it because there's nine more coming, yeah, and they're coming right. soon. <laughs> So let's get our minds set to Avatar. Do you understand? Be underwater and stuff. So I wanted to mention. So, so Princess Diana was a celebrity. Not obviously not when you were in her class, um, but a celebrity and a teacher at some point, right? And she went on to do like very noble humanity. No, literally, things. she was literally a teacher for like two years and taught at my school. That was it. And then she met, you and know, she met Prince Charles. Charles. Yeah. So. When I think back at my role models, um, and I guess there's a little bit of a difference between like role models or like idols, right? Like people you look up to, but yeah. don't necessarily want to be like. But I guess it's kind of a fine line. But the ones like, the, like when I was a kid, like I want to be like Dan Marino, right? Or like that kind of thing. But then when yeah. I got a little bit older, my role models were like not so much role models, but just like mentors or people who made an impact on my life. And there's sort of a mix of this, right? But like I remember Mrs. Belvecchio, my English teacher in high school. Um, I guess I would maybe consider her a role model. I had a fifth grade teacher who treated all the kids kind of like equally and like adults. You could have real conversations, that kind of thing. And I wondered if you had any teachers besides Princess Diana that kind of helped impact and mold who you are sure. today. I remember my freshman year in college, okay. one of my first days in my history class, after the class, I went up to the teacher and I like said some bullshit kiss ass things. I didn't know how college worked or the fact or what or what I was yeah. doing, and I made a yeah. fool of myself. She's like, "What's this? this? Isn't a paper chase? What is this kid doing?" She said that to you. No, she in the third she person. Never seen the paper chase with John Houseman. Oh my god! Did she, did she call the authorities? Were you <laughs> were you in her apartment? I mean, what was happening in the story? Jesus, the beginning of like a, a and then I didn't know. What was doing. I don't know what's happening. And then I threw up in my hands and I offered it to her. Some I mean, come on, man. Survey course. Some freshman survey course where like. You just—it's like the most generic thing ever. It's not like my major. It's okay. nothing. 
And uh, I just went up to her like some kiss-ass freshman, and she was very confused, especially when Wait, I mentioned the seventies lawyer law school movie, <laughs> which you, I didn't. You do. went up to her like, was this like, hey, like, what did you, what do you? I went up to her. I was like, yo, can I get your digits? No, I went up to her. I was like, hey, you know, I'm very excited to be in your class. And oh, and she just she was, was like, just this like who guy. is this clown? Yeah. Oh, all right. So Mr. Dolan definitely uh, was in my um, primary school that I went to. He was the best. Yeah. Um, he was an English teacher, and uh, so shout Mrs. out. Mrs. Dovecchio was an English teacher, yeah. And then, uh, let's see, there's been there's been some other Mr. Otterpole, my uh, high school teacher. <laughs> what was his name? Otterpole. Awesome. I like yeah. it. Yeah, so guess I what? Guess what? He was honestly, no joke. All right, I'm not, this is, he was transfixed. This was in 93, 92, 93. You're dating he, yeah, um, yeah, I've been dating myself for a long time, actually, and I now have three children. So uh, he was he was totally transfixed that there was going to be a race war. I swear to God. Oh my God. Was your teacher Charles Manson? I don't know. No, I don't Health think so. Is coming. No, but it was really weird because he was – anyway, I just – that was a really weird thing. He was – it wasn't he, – he was very sort of intelligent and had like a, a good worldview, but uh, I mean it was just weird. If uh, only he could see America now. And you know what's well? That's what's funny. I actually thought about him, yeah. like, you know, whatever. For pick a pick a week ago. I mean, Jesus Christ! This whole time it's been a horrible Honestly. name. But, uh, anyway. So, so I had a history fact. teacher. I had a social studies teacher, seventh grade, Mister Mister Pollen, maybe who everyone thought was really cool. He pitted out every class, but he used to say questions, comments, dirty jokes, and everyone thought he was like really funny. And he had a mustache. Um, he seemed like 50, but I'm sure when I was like 12 or 13, he was actually like, like 28. 28. Yeah. yeah. Um, he got fired for um, banging the substitute band teacher in the band room, <laughs> I think, during summer school or something. Yeah. Whoa. Hold on a second. Pit it out with a mustache? Yeah. 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 Come he, on, he ladies. 80s, but li- leave a little in a tank, Mr. Whatever your name is. 88. Jeez. Mr. Pollen, come on. Come on, give the ladies a fighting chance with your, anyway, with your pitted out teacher. mustache <laughs> he was and your teacher. ability to bang. Anyway, I did uh. have some impactful teachers over the years, and so did Ruby underscore Lowbrow, who said her art history professor, Dr. Stratford, was her role model. I still want to be her when I grow up. She was brilliant, classy, and taught us about the ugly parts of life that make it beautiful. This sounds literally like a movie. I went to a small Christian liberal arts college, and she was hell-bent on us disobeying rules and living full, ugly, beautiful lives. This is literally the plot to Dead Poet Society. Oh I'm not God. sure anybody should be a role model. This is what I wanted to get into with her. I'm sure Dr. Stratford was great. I'm not sure anybody should be a role model in all aspects of their lives. We're all human. We all suck in one way or another. But the people who inspire you to be a better version of yourself are pretty special. So I thought the part where she said, and this is the flaw, right, that or that kids have before their innocence is shattered, right? You look up to somebody like Mickey Mantle or Ken Griffey Jr. or Tiger Woods, right? And then eventually you find out um, that this person has... That neither of them can play horrible. ice hockey. <laughs> that they're... Just their ice hockey abilities are just awful because you've been focused on the wrong sport the whole time. What are you talking about? Willie Loman kind of stuff. Okay. Anyway. Um, so like there's even been like TV shows about it where like don't meet your idols, right? Where like Mike Seaver goes to a concert and he meets his like favorite singer and the singer treats him like shit because he's like drunk backstage. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, kid. You're a piece of shit. 
that kind of stuff. And the, the illusion is that was shattered. on Growing Pains. That was an episode of Growing Pains. Maybe not quite that language. Um, but the I think maybe it was Ben too who went to the concert. The illusion, you're, the illusion is shattered, right? Your naivete is uh, is broken. Um, and nowadays, I don't think people have that illusion anymore. Whether it's because of social media and more access and less privacy and all that stuff, I don't think anybody really looks at athletes too much as like gold standards what the hell um, are you talking about are you, are you living in the same sort of time and place that i'm living Apparently, that, yeah. That, yeah what you have with, with instagram model these like horrible like oh this is my life you just described when you went on your influencer that's vacation but that's true you went i'm on an your... influencer not a role model yeah i'm like charles barkley i'm not a role model um <laughs> I do want to say real quick before we get back into some of the list, um, we forgot to do our whole. You can listen to us on oh. iTunes and Spotify and uh, give us a review on Apple and throw us some cash on Patreon if you want. We're going to run through our list of people Ryan Miller, MS Babayan, give us money through Anchor. Check your kids at the door Chris Coleman, M. Daniel, Mallory McKenzie, Tina Davis, and Miriam on Patreon, along with Rob Gilberry, who's still only a couple of weeks old. Thank you, Rob. Lindsay Woodruff, Andrea Sandoval, Barbara Geiger, Bill D'Amica, Dana Bosday, Jacques Govar, Morning Globe, Cotton Farmer, AZ, Wes Clark, Jennifer Wynn, Julie McCarthy, Paula Polsky, Mary Williams, and Julie Burton. And I just brought up Mahomes because I think right now Mahomes is one of the few athletes who seems very wholesome, is doing very well. There's no uh, <laughs> there's no, no scandals or anything yet. Um, and I think that's rare for athletes these days. Now, what you were saying is I was trying to be like, people aren't that naive anymore that they would look up to people like this. But you're saying now they look up what? to Instagram celebrities. They look up to everybody. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, that person's so amazing. I don't think they're looking up to. That's, um, Aspi- that's it's uh, aspiration. Like envy. <laughs> it's uh, like not- aspirational, yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's that's what that's it is, right? material stuff in almost every no, case. No, no. I mean, look, a- aspiration is aspiration. It's I... I, you know, aspire to be a star at this, or I aspire to live my life in this way and look, be this organized or be this, like, look this way or whatever it might yeah, be. I aspire to bang the substitute band teacher, but it, I mean, like, look, you just, Mr. Pollan's got that locked. He's <laughs> just got it locked. He's just got it locked. I should look pits. him up. I should look him up. Maybe they're still together. Maybe he was just like, hey, baby, band room, if you know what I mean. Too. I remember her name too, but I don't want to create a whole scandal. Uh, Once the news yeah. gets a hold of this, the database. Well, we are joking about something that is probably pretty traumatic, but at the same time, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Pollen really had it locked down with those. He was pits an adult. And it was consensual. Yeah. It wasn't underage. What are we okay. talking about? Why are Mr. Pollen? <laughs> I don't we know. We could I be can't. talking about Princess Diana, but instead we're talking about yeah, fitted out mustache. Well, because everybody knows about Princess Diana. Not a lot of people know about Mr. Pollen and his, his abilities. <laughs> That's going to change. To close. But let's, I want to get back to what uh, Ruby L- L- Lowbrow was saying because I think Low, that was uh, Lowbrow, yeah. Lowbrow. Yeah, yeah. So I think that that's. So this is. All right. So if we are to try and pass along something positive, which I think as parents, well, I'm going to switch gears here because we're in such a, a, a stark situation uh, as we are now where we have to really fight 
to make sure that our kids are looking up to the right people. Right. The, and not just That's a good point. I, no, no. Let me let me let me take that back. It's not the right people. It's what uh, uh, Ruby Lowbrow was saying. It's about the right aspects of people. So yes. not everyone. Not, there's not going to be a single person that's perfect uh i'm sorry mike um i mean i'm you know, right I, here I, I i know i just i had to say it i had to just say it out loud and that feels good saying it out loud um so but i think it's different you know it's it's aspiring to be oh, that person's really patient or that person is able right. to communicate really well or that person man that person just won't stop wearing that sitgo hat even though it's just it's it's actually um, almost gross. It's the best um, out of all time. So yeah, I mean these are these are things that I think people just. Uh, I think that's what you need to do. Just your kids, you got to pass on the fact that this is not it's not the whole thing. It's the best parts of people, and if you're lucky enough, you turn out to be like a Bob Ross or a, a you know. I mean, I honestly, that's you know, you, we have this resurgence of Bob Ross. I think everyone in the world knows who Bob Ross is at this point from the internet, yeah. as well as Mr. Rogers, two of the most wholesome. What's that? Happy trees. Uh, just these two sort of bright spots uh, in 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 times past, where just especially I think what's more interesting even is Bob Ross, who just was this far out dude who was just doing this thing that was just Vietnam intensely yeah. intensely happy and made a lot of people happy. And I think you know quite honestly, these two people. One was you know Tom Hanks was just in a movie about it. That movie oh, would not have, that movie would not have been made. Um, if we were not in our current situation, which okay. is this like, hold on a second. So a couple of people, first of all, I mentioned Bob Ross was a Vietnam vet. I don't know if yep. you know that's true. I think there was like a Saturday live sketch that showed him as like PTSD and it was actually pretty funny. Um, might not even been Saturday live. Um, but you, a couple people mentioned, mentioned <laughs> way to, Mr. way to Rogers. do the research. A couple of people mentioned Mr. Rogers. Um, and then you mentioned the movie. Now, obviously Mr. Rogers is an admirable guy. Um, you know, as far as we know, there were no scandals and he was transparently authentic and who he was on the show and in real life, just really well-meaning, look for the heroes and all that stuff. That movie, um, the Tom Hanks movie, I only saw some of it. First of all, the way the movie is done is like stylistically a little bit weird from what I, I, I'm not going to watch a movie about Mr. Rogers. You I'm just need to sorry. understand this. I saw Mr. And if Tom Hanks's portrayal of Mr. Rogers is anything like Mr. Rogers is in real life, I would have laughed in this dude's face. I would have been like, you are the most annoying, weird person I've ever seen in my life. He's just like, you know, I'm a cynic, and people who are way too nice freak me out or whatever. But this Mr. Rogers shit, if if, Mr., if Tom Hanks, and I have no reason to believe he's a gifted actor, did, was accurately portraying this dude, you would not want to be hanging out with Mr. Rogers at all. Not for one second. People, who, if, if you've seen this movie, you let me know. It was weird. It was just, like, very unsettling. I could not oh my be God. God, it's anyway, so. How are how is there not a statue to you somewhere <laughs> floating around, just erected to just like the angriest, angriest Sitco hat wearing forty year old? I loved Mr. Rogers. He's definitely a role model. I'm just saying, tough hang. I get it. Tough I get hang. it. I I I don't, I don't. I get it. I think, but I I do think though, um, you know, if you're Tough hang, but that's not that's not what you're supposed to be. You know, I, I guarantee you that uh, role model, if yeah. you would have been around him, you would have been like, actually, this guy. So he, it's he like kind of comes through. He's a generally nice guy. A role model, like if you're looking, a couple people said, "Oh, I miss the days when you could look up to the president," right? And there was a shift at one point. First of all, there was a shift in that 
we had a lot more access and there was a lot more transparency in terms of what these people are doing, what they're really like. Like JFK wasn't the first president to have an affair and Bill Clinton certainly wasn't the first president to have an affair, all that stuff. But there was some kind of shift where- Wait, 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 go go back. You're saying there was more transparency the further back you go? I'm saying now, no, I'm saying now there's less privacy. You can, like we all know, like in the fifties, sorry, in the sixties, they hid the fact they tried, like the media didn't expose right. JFK. Now right. that's all they do. Anyway, that wasn't my point. My point is, so George W. was like a guy you can have a beer with, right? right. He was probably, he's probably a pretty fun guy to hang out with, right? Yep. But minus all the war crimes and all that stuff, right. right? Whereas Mr. Rogers is not. But Mr. Rogers is a better role model than W., right? Barack right. Obama maybe was the, was the nice middle ground where he's actually a role model and seems like a cool guy to hang out with. A couple of people mentioned that their their marriage, Michelle and Barack Obama's marriage, was something to hook up to and try to emulate. Right. Um, right. But I'm saying, like, I don't want to hang out with Mr. Rogers, but he's a good role model for my kids. Um, okay, so there we go. So, like I said, let's take a good hang. Does not necessarily make a good person, is my point. Okay, or- we get it. We get it. You hate Mr. Rogers. First of all, <laughs> you have to imagine that Mr. Rogers was even going. To like extend an invite to you, Mike. <laughs> like imagine Mr. Rogers being like, you know what? I really want to hang out with that guy. No, over no, no, that guy. No, 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 no. The guy to the left. The guy to the left. Yeah. Would be anger management with Mr. Yeah. Rogers. Yeah, that's that's the guy. That's the guy I, re- I really want to hang out with. Um, so I really like the fact that this episode has mostly so far been about uh, Mr. Pollins, <laughs> who had an Ooh, affair so. with the band teacher, and Mr. Rogers, who I hate. Right, right, but we let's and let's be clear. Mr. Pons had like real moves and just did, knew what he was doing and was a straight up operator. It's not hard to be the coolest guy in like a suburban Connecticut junior high, but he was the coolest guy <laughs> in a suburban Connecticut junior high. I'll yeah. tell you that much. Um, so oddly, I didn't get a ton of people saying teachers besides uh, Ruby Lowbrow and myself, um, but a bunch of people did say relatives or their own parents. Okay. Which reminds me, when I was a kid in like third grade or fourth grade, we had to write something about like who were like our role model or our idol was. And I remember I was struggling with it and I ended up and like I didn't want to write about my dad. I felt like it was lame to write about my dad. But then I did. And I, it was like a speech we had to give. Um, you know, I got really high marks on it. It was a really nice thing to do. Um, and I do think that's sort of true. It's like you don't want to necessarily say, especially certainly when you're a kid or at least an older kid, not like four you don't necessarily want to say that your parents are your role models. Um, but when you're four, you have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> so it's like, it's, you'd be like, yeah, that person's my, that, that, the pillow over there. That's my yeah, role right. Well, yeah. That was something you wanted to bring up. But before we get into that, remember the pillow thing. Miss right. underscore Jennifer underscore teacher says, my role model was my mom. My youngest son looks up to basketball players and musicians, which is a, a real slap in the face that she's not her kid's role model. Um, M-Z-E-Y Tunian says, my, my grandmother raised eight kids of her own and too many grandbabies to count. That's her role model. Um, Crystal Benton says, my husband and I both look up to our dads. Okay. It's yeah. Like How about you? You look up to your dad? Um, yeah, I think, you know, it's interesting. I think, uh, I, I, you know, I really think that uh, Miss Ruby Lowbrow has really set the tone because there's parts like, you know, our parents are not like entirely 100%. No one is 100%. No, well, as you get older, you realize your parents are. And aren't. I think, 
they don't exactly. have it all figured out. They're not perfect, all that stuff. There are, what I think I can appreciate is that there are definitely aspects that I really look up to and aspire to. And then there's other things that I think I'm like, you know what, maybe uh, we'll, you know, just see what else we can do on that side. Let me look to some other yeah. sources. Yeah, let me just like, you know, whatever, wherever I can get my news. Maybe I can get my news from somewhere else. I don't so, know. So Tiny Toback says, I always look up to my aunts. Maybe that doesn't make for good podcast content. And not like we have any idea what makes for good podcast no, content. No, I don't. He said, but I had several cool aunts that helped take care of me. I wanted to be just like them. They showed me a good balance of discipline and fun, as aunt or uncle should do. I'm hoping my two point, my two and a half year old son has the same experience with his aunts, uncles, and our friend family, like the dads of his friends and stuff. Right now, he just looks up to me. So there's another kid who looks up to his mom. But I think that, you know, when you know four people, yeah, yeah, <laughs> mom yeah, yeah. usually wins that round. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, but no, aunts that's... are typically cooler. Aunts and uncles are typically cooler than your own parents, mostly by virtue of not being your own parents. Yes, exactly. They can be. They certainly can. I mean, I know I obviously am the unbelievable envy of my niece's uh, eyes, all three of them, um, because... You know, who's not the cool guy when you walk in with my brother who's a big, you know, not a big, a big dork. Stick in the mud? Not a big, no, I don't want to use the word dork. I'm just saying, people are saying. People, people you know, people what questions saying. have been asked. And I'm yeah. just saying, these are the questions that I've heard. A lot of them have come from our, the, his youngest daughter, um, who's throwing the word dork around. I don't know. I'm what just, I'm just saying it. If your brother's a dork, what are you? Mr. Pollens? Yeah. I'm the Mr. <laughs> I'm the Mr. Pollens of my family. <laughs> just just gold. It's just just nothing gold. but mustache and pits. So right, ladies? Like, so you mentioned that pillow thing. Um and there were a couple of people who said like their kids looked up to like Elsa from Frozen. Did someone or, look up to the my pillow guy? Is so, that <laughs> yeah. Nina underscore one two three one two says that when she was a kid she looked up she looked up to Piper from Charmed. Who is one of the characters on the Shannon Doherty? Okay. Um, Alyssa Milano, Rose McGowan, Holly yep. McCombs. Holly McCombs, I think maybe played. I have no idea. Anyway, fictional characters. Somebody here says that uh, my daughter Nikki Marlowe says my daughter looks up to My Little Pony. <laughs> okay. You know, so like. I mean, is that really looking up to, or is that just like I like? My yeah, little well, pony. I don't know. She's the person. She said looking up to, so. But My Little Pony, the characters on that show, I think, are pretty evolved. Well, here's the thing. Again, let's kind of come back to why we're even talking about this. Because we have someone like a Chadwick Bozick who passed uh, passed on. Who, who who I think a lot of us were, were taken, uh, everyone was taken aback because it was very sad. A great person or seemed like a great person. Seemed like, I, exactly. Seemed I mean, like a great person. What yeah, but I mean, even, even, you know, that's the cynical way of saying it. But ultimately, everything that we know about him uh, was seemed to be generous. I think the point is, is whether it's a parent or a relative, you know, we're, we need more, you know, I mean, it's a stupid phrase, but we, man, we, we fucking need people to look up to at this point. We yeah, need people yeah. to aspire to because leaders. right now, because right now we are like doing the most basic shit possible, which is so, just like, nah, I don't feel like it. And by the way, not for nothing, Mike, but the whole sort of rant about like Mr. Rogers and you immediately going, ah, 
I don't want to have a beer with him. He's so perfectly suited for this particular topic because that's exactly what's happening. We're just people are like, ah, they're tearing people down. They're looking for flaws to make themselves feel better or to be like nobody's perfect. And people yeah. like to do that. It's it's the American way. Um, I'll say this though. I say this like there are a lot of parenting sites and podcasts out there and all sorts of shit. And, you know, we, you know, when we kind of got together about this, like the one thing that there wasn't, or at least that, you know, it was just like, oh my God, listen, it's like ha these kids are great, but when it's, it's just, it's just too, at this stage, it's too much. So we just need a place to vent. Not all the time. You know, it's not like we're like this all the time. It's just like, this is I our am. opportunity. Well, yeah, me too. <laughs> it's just an opportunity for us to kind of share and kind of be stupid and wallow in our own frustration as we're trying to work through this shit. But at the same time, you know, with the goal of trying to be better. Obviously, that's so, a subtext if no one can get it, but that is actually well, the subtext. We'd like so to what be you're better. saying, so what you're saying is not only are we pioneers oh, yes, in yes, the podcasting Thank space, you. we are yes. also role models for parents everywhere. Thank you, Michael. You're Finally. Welcome. This is how we yeah. work. This you is know? nailed it. You brought it right out. I we took are... you. You laid out. You laid out some coal, and I shaped yeah. it into a diamond. Mike, when I look at you, I think of Nelson Mandela. <laughs> a lot of people do. A lot yeah. of people do. Sometimes, I sometimes I think Mandela, Winnie. Sometimes I think Winnie Mandela, but then other times, well, it's Nelson. When I look at Nelson Mandela, I think of Lawrence Fishburne in the movie Higher Learning. Peppermint. Peppermint. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I love it when my references, when you don't get them. I hate it so much. No well, one's going to get that one. No, no, no. Anyway, C-C-A-O-I-L. By the way, speak, sorry, just before we go on, uh, Chadwick had, I would say, one of the best South African accents oh, yeah. that I've heard of. And he was really, I mean, for, as an American to do a South African accent, I thought that was, he was excellent. So, so he was I mean, yet another, another check. I'm sorry, but um, King T'Challa was from Wakanda, not South Africa. So don't My get apartment. it twisted. Don't yeah. get it twisted, okay? So CCAOIL said that she loved the entire cast of Star Trek The Next Generation when she was a kid. Okay. The entire cast? Even Wesley? Come on. Anyway, Wesley. he says her kids admire firefighters. Now, it reminded me, when we were little... Cops and firefighters were a big deal, right? And I think maybe for young kids, they still are. Um, but you don't hear about it so much. Like when I'm hanging around with a bunch of four-year-olds and we're talking about our lives, nobody's like, I want to be a firefighter. That's who I look up to. How about you? I I don't even know if that's... Th those are questions that are, being, that are being asked. Like people are like, I want to be, you know, I want to be a YouTuber. Hey, let me check yeah. out my TikTok. And you're just like, what the fuck is happening right now? They're like, oh, I just wish I would be like Charlie on TikTok. I said four-year-old. 15 years old. I know, but dude, you don't understand how quick it goes because you're trapped so, in the past with your four-year-old. So tattooed underscore paleo said, my grandfather was an amazing human. He was a cop before uh, the whole cop controversy that's happening now who cared about his community and would give the shirt off his back. He died when my oldest was very young but was the best role model, right? Which is a good reminder that you know, cops are humans and individuals, too. And just just because there's a few bad apples doesn't mean we need to defund the police. I mean, we need to really tear down the entire infrastructure of the whole country, including the police, and figure out how to, like, rebuild it in a more equal way, the way the founders intended. But 
her grandfather seemed like a good person, regardless of whether he was a cop or not. I think I don't that's. Think I've heard my kids ever talk about cops. I think that's what we're in the in a desperate need for. I think we just like you know just cops. just a no just like decency, right? Like common core decency. I think we're so far to a, you know, look, there's there's so much that goes into it, but we're definitely in a in a in a, in a, in a period where it's just me. It's like my like I, I don't like if it's good for me then great if not then fuck it like yeah. that's it's just such a horrible stifling as opposed to the greater good like hey maybe we just do things because you know maybe wear a fucking mask because you know it helps someone else I can't fucking breathe on the other side it's like I can't breathe it hurts a little yeah it's and it's it's not as good as not wearing a mask everyone that's fucking true. knows that but just shut the fuck up about it and wear you know it's like that kind that. That's where we are now, and it's like, what, 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 what role models are you talking about? Wear the fucking mask. We need like, Mr. Wear Rogers. a mask. We need Mr. Rogers now more than ever. No, but we need like, like fucking Mr. Rogers spray. Like we need an airplane, like a crop duster with Mr. Rogers juices just flying over. Are you over this suggesting that we drug the populace, Pete? I'm saying we use those five G towers for good instead of evil. This time. <laughs> Yo, Bill Gates. What Listen, are you doing? I was Stop just in a meeting with Bill. And he was like, first of all, he's like, how the fuck did you get in my private office? And I said, Bill, honestly, just just shut up and just smell this. And uh, after he did, he is like, I just got, got a fucking, I got to chip a bunch of people. And so we ended it there politely. And uh, I'm going to see him next week for racquetball. Well, you talk about the crop dusting idea. Yeah. Um, no one mentioned Bill Gates. No one mentioned uh, Jeff Bezos, um, unfortunately. Or, or I mean. I mean, even I'm I'm actually surprised no one would, you know, look. No one mentioned Elon Musk. Well, what I'm glad about actually a little bit is, you know, I think for, you know, a lot of people look up to Steve Jobs, you know, are talking about like, as a, I work in the media tech industry. And so like, you know, it's always like, oh, this guy's the next Steve Jobs, this person. But Steve Jobs was like a huge dick basically. <laughs> and he had a very specific point of view and it worked and it was and it was good, but ultimately like when you compare Bill Gates and Steve Jobs, you know, what's going to be amazing is that Bill Gates is, will have eradicated polio, you know, or have come up with like a waterless toilet, you know, just the amount a waterless of, toilet. Well, you know, that's almost as good as eradicating a disease. Well, the, they go hand in hand, dude, because fucking toilets breed disease. I understand. Oh, do you? Oh, do you? Oh, do you? Guess what? Guess who understands? I understand. You know why? Because I'm the on the internet now? all day. Where's your decency now? Because I'm, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Facebook groups all day with my aunt. I mean, well, that's not, the other not thing. Not tattooed paleo's uh, grandfather, because. He wouldn't stand for that. Well, that's it. We need more. We need more people with more decency. And I think having. Uh, I mean, so here. Okay, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Actually, let's, do let's it. talk about grandfathers. Let's talk about parents and grandfathers and looking up to them. I mentioned. I touched on it right now. Right? Do you look up to your dad? Our our parents. Right. So the the boomers. Yeah, they, the greatest generation. They had the greatest generation. These are people 
who otherwise I think the greatest generation or silent these people were just like hey by the way you got to go and you're gonna you gotta like run straight ahead into those like German nests and the guys like yeah, oh, that okay been my all right would have been the greatest generation precisely and the greatest generation fathered the boomer generation obviously the, the worst the, generation <laughs> well, exactly the worst generation I mean there's no doubt obviously but but also I mean it's just this like, no doubt was Gen X you know what. I'll allow it. <laughs> no, but I think that you have that 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 Ed Mayberry, like that grandfather who's the great cop who has great respect, and like the clip that he's going around. I don't wear a Andy Griffin show. Yeah, right. It's not Andy Ed Griffin. Mayberry, is it? What is Mayberry's it? the town. Oh, for fuck's sake! I don't know why. <laughs> the Andy Griffin show, right? Where yeah. he's the like the southern sheriff, and he like solves people, you know, people's problems and whatever. It sounds a lot like the grandfather who, you know, the, these are people that we look up to. Name me an old person. Name me a fucking old person Betty today. White. Name me two old people. <laughs> Somebody mentioned Betty White. Two right? old people. I just think, like, that's that's problematic. And I don't think that that's, like, a little thing. I don't think it's, you know, the fact that we're looking for athletes and looking You're to— saying- so you're saying there's a dearth of senior citizen role models or 100 percent of people looking up to our elders no but what's to look up to i mean i really like what what do we what do we aspire to do we aspire to have a mcmansion of 5500 square feet of house like is that something i aspire to is it a, like what am i what are, what is my goal here is my is as we just saw in the Republican National Convention, which is an amazing spectacle. Two people saying our society is about to like implode, like just yeah. two homeowners, for, you know, like brandishing guns. Like, is that who I'm Everybody supposed to look up to? Everybody was saying the society is going to explode. But yeah, they were. I know, but like, but but then you just for you know Barack Obama talks for like four and a half seconds, and the fact that he can string a sentence together yeah. just like kind of makes you just like speaking of decency oh and lack thereof. Yeah, just. How about how about this? How about someone who I know is smarter than me, and I am not intimidated by the fact that this person is smarter than me. You it just want so the president to be smarter than you. They it's just so happen to be smarter, and they're more articulate, and they're good communicators. I I can be okay with that. Why can't why can't that be okay? And why does that have to be like no? You you know well, again? Yeah. I, it's just, exactly elite is fucking. It just comes right off. And so now where are we left with? We're left with like, oh, that guy's pretty smart. Oh, fucking elitist. Oh, you know, he's a doctor. The other guy, though, you can have a beer with the other guy. Can you though? I don't know if that guy would know which end it would go in. Trump doesn't drink. I just, I think that's. I think that that's part of the issue. Is that we don't have any. Trump doesn't drink. So you're saying we've lost touch with the elder leadership that and and good examples or good role models of people in that demographic. Uh, yes. Unless I I'm wrong. I mean, you tell me, am I wrong? Am I, am I, am I, wrong? I think it's slow because we're aging out. And so like people that that we okay. knew as middle age when we were younger are now shifting into that. So we what have more it? awareness of what they've been like their whole lives as opposed to, you no, know. I, well, I know I, I disagree. I think my grandfather, I, a.k.a. the greatest generation, was very different from, I mean, he, you know, the, the, that generation was just like, shut up and get on with it, basically. And this generation... Well, they lived the, through the different things, yeah. Okay, great. Yes, that's true. But So we have all done that. But but the way that that's manifested itself, 
I don't think there's a ton to look up to, right? Okay, no, outside of Roger, outside of Mr. Rogers. I mean, literally, we're talking about two guys, Mr. Rogers and Mr. Pollens. I mean, look, I'm okay. I'm I'm painting pretty broad strokes, but at the same time, you sure I think, are. But at the same time, I think I'm pretty close on a lot of stuff, guys. And <laughs> guess the, what? If you join my Facebook so, group, you want to drug. America um, with ecstasy to make no. everybody happier. You no, think old true. people are trash? <laughs> I kind of do. I do, do kind of think old people are trash. I got to be honest. I don't know why that is, but I feel, like it. I feel apples, like it. I feel like it. You know what? It's a lot of fucking bad apples, dude. Yeah. It's just like you know. Have you ever have you ever seen what a bad All apple ages looks like? Matter. All ages matter. It really sucks. What bad on, apples? Guys. Don't get me started on apple picking. One of the good things about the pandemic is I'm not going to have to go apple picking this fall. All right, let's think of it this way. We talked, talked about Chadwick and his amazing Mandela-esque accent. Which there was, was a big that, article. Which was that was who he was channeling, obviously. Come on, everybody. Well, actually, got it's that. funny. No, no. Because I read a lot of stuff has been coming out, and his co-star, who played his dad, um, used his own accent from the country he was from in Africa, and Chadwick Boseman was like, can I? You can we use this accent? I think, or like they agreed that that was going to be the accent accent they were going to use for Wakanda, and then yeah. Chadwick Boseman like learned it, learned the accent really quickly, and learned some lines yeah. in that actual language for a couple of scenes. Like the big thing with him, like supposedly he was like just a really kind, like you said, generous thing. There's a big thing in the New York Times just writing about his dignity, like his persona was was like Sidney Poitier almost, right? Um, yeah, a totally different era, and people just really seemed to like the dude, and the fact that like. He kept his illness private and still like showed up to work and did all that stuff. I'm sure it was like taxing physically all the stuff he had to do. Just pretty remarkable, which is why I like decided this might be a good topic just to talk about. So then another big prominent death earlier this year before the world went to total hell was Kobe Bryant. Right. Um, and nowhere near as, you know, universally loved. Yeah. He didn't portray <laughs> a hero. He was looked up for looked up to for different reasons, you know. His obviously his proficiency at his what he did um, and his killer instinct and that kind of stuff is forgiven a lot more when you're successful, especially when you're an athlete. Like I have no doubt in my mind that like one of my favorite athletes of all time, Dan Marino, was probably an intolerable person to hang around, like super competitive kind of person. Like even Michael Jordan, like his competitiveness was legendary. Probably not a ton of fun all the time to like be with somebody who is that kind of cutthroat and bloodthirsty about that kind of stuff. Um, but sometimes that's the kind of thing that makes you really good at what you do. Kobe Bryant, you know, pretty uh, aggressive dude, I think, all around from what I understand. But E. Gilmore says that her son loved Kobe and was really affected by his death and the fact that someone like him can just die, right? It was shocking to him, right? Because he was so larger than life, which I imagine is what's happening with kids with Chadwick Boseman. But there's a little bit of a different layer with him because he was so representative of a culture that hadn't seen themselves on screen as like a superhero and the way Wakanda was presented and all this stuff was just right. really heartening for a lot of young kids who finally got to look up to somebody like that rather than have to pretend like what if Spider-Man was black and right, then all right, the right. white people in Hollywood get mad or all the fanboys get mad. How could you do that? My fictional character was white. Right, they think right, Santa right. Claus was white or was, was, was uh, remember that controversy with Fox News where, where they got mad that someone could suggest that Santa Claus wasn't white? And Megan, what was her name? Megan, who was, not Megan Fox. That would have been pretty Kelly? good if she was on. Megan Kelly was like, obviously Santa Claus was white. <laughs> it was like I a don't know. I can't, no. Do you remember that? Nope, nope, I'm out. Nope. 
cancel that. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I no. I just can't can't speak to ethnicity of Santa Claus, Pete. No, I can't speak to stupid stories that Fox News runs. That I'm not going to go back into them, especially if it was like four years ago. Like I don't even know how I got there. What was I talking about? I don't know. I went into. I blacked out. Yeah, your your (laughs) eyes sort of rolled back in your head, and you immediately kind of went. Well, this is the thing: is like, you know, if you look at people, I mean, you know, we've had the fortune of like Nelson Mandela was alive in our time period, right? Like, uh, Mahatma Gandhi was not, uh, or no, was he? No, he was not. No. Uh, he died. Um, yeah, he died. Uh, but no, but I mean... The show is just... Oh, my God. It is so unparalleled. good. You know, there's, I have a browser just right in front of me. I could have just... But that just says QAnon on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, but I think that, you know... What's really interesting is actually it is really interesting. So so, um, oh, fuck. What's this, what was I? Uh, the, who's the, the the South African guy I was just talking about? Was uh, Santa Claus? Fuck off, Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela. So he was from a, uh, a town in uh, South Africa, the part of the Nosa tribe, and uh, they really believe in this thing called Ubuntu. And it's it's not it's really a, rivers, yeah. it's not really a religion. Ubuntu is like an operating system, obviously, but it's yeah, also no. this, it's this concept of like I'm not a person if you're not a person. Like it's I I exist because you exist. Like we see like it's very humanistic. It's a unbelievable. Like definitely go and check it out. Ubuntu. And Doc Rivers used it for the Celtics when he was a coach of the Celtics. That. It, it unifying, is unifying unity thing, it, mutual it, respect. And, it is the most enlightened, most incredible. It's not again. It's not a religion. It's just. It's a philosophy. It's right, essentially yeah. just like a, a a core belief, and everything that has happened. And that's how you basically can go from the worst, like atrocities that happened in South Africa, and have a truth and reconciliation committee because you can and have a bloodless revolution more or less. I mean, obviously there's horribleness, but just. Because you have this underpinning of like, look, at the end of the day, we're all just humans, right? Like we're just like human skin bags and some of us have look Humans's one way and some of us another way. some of us wear hats with sitco signs on that probably should be have thrown out like a long time ago. Others of us have <laughs> amazing haircuts that that people look up to. I just want to say how amazing this this episode has just been just a tour de force. Mr. Pollins. Mr. Rogers, oh. Santa Claus, Nelson Mandela. At the center of it. At the center of it. Stand back, Mr. Nelson Mandela. Just an and let me introduce you to Mr. Stunning, Collins. It's an absolutely stunning collection of references and fucking tangents. Just a total mess. So I did want to mention two of my favorite comments here. One was A.M. Uh, Martin 214 says that they look up to Hulk Hogan. <laughs> They didn't specify whether they Sweet. still do or whether what? this was in the eighties. Is this priest Bubba the Love Sponge? This is what I'm saying. Is what I'm saying. Funny? I don't they didn't specify, right? So maybe yeah. both. Maybe both. Thunderlips. Um and then Jeff the Dog says that his four year old looks up to Malala, um, the okay. girl who got shot for defending the right to education. Yeah. Um and I'm sure I was amazed that his four year old looks up to her. Um, what does this four-year-old know about her? Like, what a great lesson to teach, though. But 
I wonder where she found out. I mean, obviously she she obviously watches last week tonight with John Oliver. Like keep digging, point. Mike. I like this. Get to the bottom of your four year old likes the <laughs> Jeff the dog. Really? I don't believe <laughs> Jeff the dog. Jeff the Do dog not. is another poser like Mr. Rogers, and I'm gonna take him down this, one by one. You, you stumbled into the wrong podcast. <laughs> um, and a couple people said Bill Nye the Science Guy. Nobody said um, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, just throwing that out there. One, two different. I think things. I think Neil deGrasse Tyson's stock is kind of dipped a little bit. He just I is so, so he's so uh, well. Whatever. I'm not going to get into it. He's strident. <coughs> Excuse me. And he's got some he's some skeletons in his closet as well. Bill Nye, as far as I know, no skeletons. Yeah, but I. You know what? Look, skeletons are not skeletons. I think the idea, but that's why I'm just saying both. Are very good people. They they are championing both human human curiosity. They both champion human curiosity, and that's the key. And human curiosity uh, under the guise of scientific reason. So you can be curious whether the Earth is flat, but then really quickly be like, "Oh, right, that's stupid." stupid It's okay for you to wonder, but then when you learn facts, yeah, 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 you can you can think the coronavirus is a myth made up by the Lib Dem, the Dems, the Democrats, Dems, the Libs. But then you just Antifa. gotta be oh, right, a virus, right, a virus. <laughs> it's yeah. a, it's one micron. You big can believe it, uh, you can believe that JFK Jr. staged his own death so that he could come back and be a prominent leader of the QAnon movement. But you're an asshole, right? So this yes. is how it works, right? <laughs> it's a free yeah. country. I just posted um, earlier tonight. I posted uh, one of the first controversial memes I ever posted about vaccinations and how. You know, you're a fucking dipshit endangering people if you don't get vaccinated. Um, and I, in the caption, I was like, only in this country would this be a controversial statement. And over the past few years, I think part of the reason that a sort of the thing that you've been referring to, we've just gotten dumber um, and we've gotten less decent. Um, maybe it's because all of the uh, all the old people, all the good old people, where have they gone? You know, Mr. Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. Where have you gone, Joe DiMaggio? Oh my God. All the role models. They Isn't sang about that in the 60s. All yeah. the role models are gone. I think it's up to me and you, Pete. All right, Mike. Well, well, we're all fucked. <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> simple as it is. Um, but no, I think, uh, yeah, I think we just, what we need to do is we need to look for positivity in in in, in small quantities, not not large. Don't, don't look yeah, for the right. silver bullet. Look for People that are being good, people that are being cool, smart thinking, well, well reasoned kind of comment. I, you know what I really have done? Actually, I'm not joking. I've really stopped watching. I got into this. I've stopped watching the late night stuff. I've stopped watching anything that's just constantly bashing stuff. Can I recommend I've, something to you? What? A show on Apple TV, which I have for like a free subscription because of my phone or something, called yeah. Ted Lasso. It's about a Division II football coach from Kansas who yeah. goes to England to coach a soccer team, a Premier League. Uh, yeah. Jason Sudeikis, who was on Saturday Night Live, he is just like he is like the nicest, most decent, optimistic, like having a good time guy ever. It's just a very pleasant. I'm smiling the whole time I watch it. Like it's just very good natured. <sighs> As somebody who wow. lived in England, you look. Wow. I'm telling you, it's not necessarily usually in my wheelhouse, but it's a tonic. For these times, oh, but if you're looking yeah, for some positivity and some uplift without it being cloying or anything like that, it's funny. 
it's it's a really good time. And I keep my if my wife can hear me right now, she's probably like he's fucking talking about Ted Lasso. <laughs> like, I've only seen like four episodes, but it's yeah. a really it's fun. It's a little bit like Parks and Rec, but um, Funny. it's very much like a dude who's just he's super decent. He's not gonna let anything get him down. The kind of person Mister Rogers is in real life, and who I would not like in real life. I don't want right. to hang out with these kinds of people because they make me insecure about myself, Pete. Right. Right. No, I, I get it. I get it. actually. So does uh, just going outside makes you feel insecure, though. About Everything yourself. makes me feel insecure, Pete. Well, except talking to you. Oh, uh, look, I'm your security <laughs> blanket. Yeah, you make me feel great about myself. Look at <laughs> on the other end. Yeah, exactly. I guess I'm not doing so bad after all. Were you? No, you are not. Absolutely. Do we? What do we do? Do we get at everything? Do we get? Uh, I don't think we the... got anything. I think this was such a. Uh, we were all over the place. I'm gonna get off and I'm gonna Google Mr. Pollins. I want to see what he's up to. Okay. I gotta find out if he's still pitting out and if he's still right. rocking the stash. Yeah. I highly doubt it. Everybody else, I hope goes uh, goes and tells their friends about how ridiculous this episode was and subscribes yeah. and leaves a review if they want. Go on Patreon, listen on Spotify, do what you gotta do. Yeah. And in uh, com- definitely comment on YouTube. Actually, one of the comments we just got a comment last week, which was I thought was was really spot on. It was. Um, uh, anyone want to be a boyfriend? Be my boyfriend, not was a boyfriend. My boyfriend or a boyfriend? It was my boyfriend. Your so, boyfriend or the commenter's boyfriend? The commenter's boyfriend. Anyone want to be my boyfriend? And then just like a ton of emojis that had yeah. all... You know that's those emojis where you're like, problem. oh my God, yeah, that kind of heart? That's a weird heart I with a ribbon around it. There. You know what we need to do? Can we just do something? Is there like a council? Can I submit a request for emojis? There are some emojis, and I get it. These are global emojis, and I understand that they're the emoji came from uh, our 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 brothers and sisters in 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 Japan, essentially, because there's a lot of different emojis that I just don't know if we use that much. Okay. And I'm not saying I'm and and these that, that wasn't meant to say like okay, I've never used like the bento box one, like you know what I mean? Like I just haven't used that that one ever, and I'm not going to, but that's fine. I'm not talking about that. There's like 10 I'm, I've ever used. I just want like yeah, there's like there's like like four or five other ones that we need, and I can't think of what they are right now, but every I, like year or so they introduce like four new emojis or something like that. Yeah, but we They're don't very stingy. You know, we don't need like four detectives or like five. There's like four different types of detectives, but then there's like no way that you. I don't know. I don't there's know. detectives. I've never seen the yeah, detectives. There's one. Detectives. There's, there's, a detectives. there's a flag for every country. Well, that that makes sense, Mike. That would make sense. Um, but anyway, there's the fingernail one. Like somebody okay. painting their nails. Yeah, I just I, I feel like we should we should be able to like submit suggestions for uh, emojis. You probably can. And also, but also submit suggestions for removing. Like, we don't need this many hearts. Like, I think we have like there's like thirty hearts of every hearts. color. Yeah. No hearts. Why do you need a green heart. St. Patty's Day. It's one one day a year. It's fucking <laughs> one day a year. We don't need it. All right, Mike. I think we absolutely. Now that we hit the hot button topic rushed. of emoji selection, um, I think we've covered everything for the week. All right, dude. Well, listen, I'm 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 gonna go. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go take run a couple laps, I guess. Maybe race some traffic. I don't know, but I'm amped up. So I'm gonna go Google Mr. Pollins, and then I'm gonna watch uh, Ted Lasso. Yeah, Google smile on my face. Google Young England. All right, good idea. Bye, everybody. Thanks Thanks so much. See you next week. Peace.